wonder what I'm going to say on my intros. I want to exit from this despair. I want to also give a warning to other creatives. Create like it's your last. Because with the reversal of role, they're not going to stop there. If you have something meaningful to say that is going to shed light and bring happiness to the world, you better do it before the conservatives decide. And that's how I want to begin my day every day, creating something new, interesting, and that's educating and expand the world instead of bringing darkness. That's how I always feel every single day that I get to actually continue to create this podcast. This entire year has been a blessing to me. One more year that I am living, got to enjoy the holidays. I'm looking forward to the new year. It's still, 2022 was definitely an upgrade from 2021. There's a lot of loss um, and illness that and people are still recovering but i myself am pretty happy i would say i'm just happy that the progress of my podcast my plans are still intact for getting true sponsorships to actually make this podcast um pay for itself um and everyone needs active streams of income It wasn't so long ago, especially this time last year, where I was happy with just having a little over 3,500 downloads. And now I'm well above that on my way of having 100,000. I don't think I'm gonna make it before the end of the year, but 85,000 is pretty good for an indie podcaster, don't y'all think? baby that's how the Dallas Cowboys rolled during this past um, Christmas Eve game against the Screegles now the Screegles have been on a tear and were 13-3 13-3 before Saturday's game but they roared but the Dallas Cowboys defense and offense seemed to have gotten it together this was a running game with Dak Prescott out lasting some of the highlights from the game you can actually click on the link in the extended podcast notes um to get on the the play-by-play uh but i thought it was going to go downhill with that long reception by aj brown but they came back i think dak threw for almost 400 yards uh that it was a high scoring game on both sides and both of the teams uh, offense looked great but the defense started looking like old school defense and working with each other instead of against each other and they were able to win this game so in the words of Wiz Khalifa 
from Black Hollywood Deluxe. We definitely are still them boys. And I think our place for the AFC is solidified. And we are going to the playoff, I think. Is that what y'all hear? Is that what y'all think? session is just my commentary on popular news um coronavirus is coronering <laughs> i actually did have my updated um vaccine the omicron variant vaccine last week and i did fine from it i think what actually helped was doing anti-inflammatories i did a combination of uh tylenol with motrin i took it on schedule for 24 hours um, before and after the, uh, I got the injection. I also, as I've mentioned before, um, in a previous episode that I did sign up to get, uh, free, uh, test at homes because my other ones had, um, expired. Um, you can navigate, um, to the Dale's Angels Inc., the extended blog notes, or podcast notes um, to go directly to the website um, to order your own. They had to restart it back up uh, because of the resurgence and flu Rona. Flu and RSV and Corona are filling up the hospitals um, as we speak. Um, and other news, um, President Zelensky uh, did a surprise visit also last week and I was absolutely moved, almost moved to tears while he addressed the American, um, the American people. I was also struck by that he was a former comedian, how he actually had uh, progressed. His look, his eyes look haunted now, and I know he's bone tired because it's been over 300 days since the uh, invasion back in February. And he stood for his people. He, it was, wasn't too long ago as a comedian and then transitioning um, to the president and speaking for his country, um, the strength of his people being conveyed in such a positive way. And this is also when I started doing an experiment where I would do a blog post, um, then start converting the audio instead of uh, reviewing it or uh, performing this section myself, I actually recorded using the voice of the, uh, that's from Anchor. And it looks, seems like the guy, I like the guy's voice, reading voice a lot better than the female. Doesn't sound too electronic, um, but he does, it does make me, it, oh, I had to basically have the uh, draft or the words in place because for him to be able to speak uh or to basically read basically the blog post and i want you to guys just to check it out and just let me know what you think hit me up at tenforwardsreading at gmail.com and just give me a uh um, your opinion on how this part of the podcast actually went um this is my response to president Zelensky addressing joint session of congress
Doric Day in Government as a surprise visit by President Zelensky's addressing the nation and initially say joint news conference and then the joint session of Congress. The first thing I noticed being the girl that I am as he came in white I now know are his military greens. A friend of mine remarked he is really casually dressed but then I realized that he actually just came from the front lines in the Donbas region of Ukraine and got on a plane and flew to the United States. He definitely looked to be a fluffier albeit haunted version of himself from the picture featured image, but it would have been inappropriate of him to show up in Hugo Boss. Russia invaded his country and over the last 300 days continued to bombard harass the Ukrainian people who simply just want to exist. He made it clear that he and his country are grateful and contrary to the snide remarks from the extreme right, our support is not a handout or charity but it's an investment in the continued stability of democracy in the free world. For all intents and purposes Putin put the Ukrainian president on notice as far back as 2019 that his intent was to take over the country or that Ukraine what's going to become a puppet state for Russia in his quest to recreate the USSR. I firmly believe if it had not been for the pandemic and the retraction of the world market that's exactly what would have happened, but look at God. Joint Press Conference White House I was in tears towards the end of his address to the joint sessions of Congress for a number of reasons. First I'm a Virgo, let's just put it out there and I was doing the most. But I was struck by how straight and how strong he walked into that session. How clear his message was and in spite of the fakery shown on some of the faces of the GOP, he still got his point across. He made it clear that he and the people of Ukraine are grateful thank the US and the world for our support. And please continue to support us because this is a war the world cannot afford to lose. And you can't come at it half-ass, you're gonna have to come correct. This is giving Ukraine the Patriot defense system. This is continuing to supply artillery. This is continued allowing Ukraine to buy the tools necessary to rebuild the infrastructure that Russia continues to bombard. I love the warm welcome that President Vice President Kamala Harris and former Speaker of the House Pelosi showed him and I was completely overwhelmed with the presentation of the Ukrainian sign Ukrainian flag. The whole thing was just historical and it felt it felt that we're on the cusp or something and I hope on the cusp of something good. I also realized that we could not have had this type of moment if the previous administration or any of those people were involved, and his presence made me even more grateful for freedom. I saw gratitude, grace, and strength, rare in this world of shady politics. I was moved by his speech and will continue to support Ukraine to exist. What are your reactions to the speeches? Leave a reply below or send to tenfroisreading at gmail.com if not Trolley will read on my podcast. When you think about substance abuse, you never think that it will happen to your family. And when it hit our family the way it did with my sister, I promised myself that I would get the word out that the opioid addiction does not discriminate. It happens to the least of us, to the most of us. My sister was a doctor. She had her PhD in education. She was a minister. Just the person who you would least suspect to be addicted to opiates. That is Catrice Galloway recounting her sister, Dr. Karen Jackson's story. Um, this, this wonderful person was taken this year, uh, from what they call fentanyl poisoning, but it's a little bit more than that. There's so many layers to this story because, um, Catrice Galloway is a federal probation officer. She's used to making, you know, um, referrals, she said about 
people like her sister. Uh, it wasn't talked about. She got addicted to opioids after a knee injury and then um, couldn't get the medication legally. Uh, so she went to the streets and it just so happened her uh, narcos were probably were contaminated with fentanyl if they weren't pure fentanyl. And she goes on to say and recount in this short documentary, the toll it took on the family, how she would just sit there and to potentiate the effects of the medication because she was in such pain. She would do like probably wash it down with wine. It just so happened since there is no quality control, this stash of hydrocodone was contaminated with fentanyl. And it only takes a, a small amount. Um, I know about the effects of fentanyl uh, from my time in the hospital. I used to provide coverage in the uh, sedation unit uh, when I used to be part of that uh, group when I was at uh, Children's Medical Center of Dallas. And you hate it. We, fentanyl is a great medication, 100 times more potent than Motrin, not Motrin, morphine. And it's, but, and it's addicting, um, but it's also deadly. It can cause something like called the wooden chest syndrome where basically your um, respiratory muscles are frozen and you can't breathe. So basically you suffocate to death. That is a potential side effect uh, for on surgical patient. It just takes a lot of pressure to bag them, but you can bag them. But if you basically have frozen muscles because you're overdosing from fentanyl, you're going to suffocate. Basically, it's like you're choking to death and there's nothing you can do about it. So I say all of this to say that it is so important to check on people, talk about what ails them, and just encourage life. It's just so much more than the next high. Um, and it's just so much more to live for and to create, to see, to eat. That's what we should be basically be pushing. And other news epidemics, Rona updates. Um, I'm still, we're still in a triple pandemic with the flu, RSV and Rona. I just got my um, Omicron vaccine and I'm, Omicron variant booster, and I'm doing actually really good. And I'm glad I got it because all of my free test kits have expired and the numbers are going back up. However, given the new surge in numbers, the US government is restarting the shipment of home Corona test kits, all provided by the US Postal Service, which I think is dope. But at the same time, y'all, seriously, for real, for real though, I would check the expiration dates before you ship them bitches because why are you going to ship me test kits that expire the same month as I get them? That's stupid because that's exactly what happened when I got my new the test kits before they ended the program back in August or September. So with that said, send out test kits that actually don't expire the same month as we get them. Stop it. You... <coughs> You can go to the podcast notes or 
and I just got choked on my own spit, so don't judge me. But anyways, um, <laughs> go to my podcast notes or the uh, in-episode notes um, to call the 1-800 number or just click on the link to order from the USPS Postal Service. And stay safe, wear your mask, and wash your hands, and stay your butt at home if you don't have to go out. Just saying. So this again has become my favorite part of my show. Um, I am I'm never at a loss for what to post, especially now that I've paired the blog post with Anchor. I think Anchor does a very good job as far as um, listing um the posts themselves uh converting the posts themselves from a uh, just a written version now i can record this part of not only the podcast but i can also record have it download and play immediately on anchor but also if i do the recordings myself i can add additional comments additional things into the segment of the uh, long podcast. I plan on this going up within the hour on Anchor, but also creating the rest of the podcast a little bit later on today. And that will probably be um, the last podcast of the year. But I did get an idea on the Reads podcast as far as um, putting together some of my favorite episode excerpts and then just creating the best of uh, 2020 um, in the podcast itself. Um, so I think that will be kind of dope too. But we're just navigating out of the uh, holidays. And holidays are really, as an adult, the holidays, um, I don't recall many bad holidays as a kid because as a kid just like in um the christmas story it's basically a run-up your year is a run-up to christmas if you're christian and you give gifts or kwanzaa or however you would like it or hanukkah um i think it would be dope to celebrate hanukkah just on gp because you can get eight you celebrate it for eight days and you can get eight great gifts from what I understand and great meals because you can have a Hanukkah dinner like party like every single day. But with that said, not everybody enjoys the holidays like I do. It becomes more prolonged isolation or a deepening of your isolation and people can get um, seasonally depressed. Um, that's just not my judge. My biggest thing was, um, it just seems like my sister's family was picking on her. Um, they waited until Christmas day to basically lose their mind. And she got upset and she couldn't calm down and she could, it was like really, really difficult day for her. But my day was cool. Even though the power went out, even though the heat went out, I still thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, but what I can't do as far as loneliness is it's not like I become completely inactive when I'm lonely. And I think a lot of people 
as they are emerging from the end of a relationship or divorce, their people are looking for something. And that's what um, dating um, this thread on Reddit is all about, dating over 40. Not only do I get great ideas, um, I'm looking at what people are talking about as far as um, as far as um, the um, getting into relationships and where do you start? Uh, the first one was about um, they this person is going on their first date um, in the tomorrow. They said, I'm a bit rusty. We went, we met online. I'm 51. That's male. And she's 42. We're going for coffee. Any tips? And as usual, the comments are everything. If the location and weather are favorable for walking, get the coffee to go and walk around a few minutes. This takes away the feeling of sitting down for an interview. This has always worked well for me during our first meeting. Good luck. And anybody that is on these apps, it's not like it's for the faint of heart. Um, this one person basically said, I deleted the apps late August, early September, was seeing a guy that ended up ghosting me after two months. I thought about getting back on soon after, but knew I, that if I went where, if, if I were to see him on there, it would definitely sting. So I waited. Then the holidays hit and I figured I'll just put it off until the new year. So it's almost here. Been writing profile notes in my notes app, trying to get some new photos. I keep coming back to the thought that it'll just be the same dudes that have been on there from before, but that's okay. 2022 gave me a lot of practice in setting and keeping boundaries. 2022 reminded me that casual is not indeed what I want. I have enjoyed the peace of these last few months, but I'm ready and somehow I'm hopeful. Anyone else set some arbitrary deadline for getting back out there? How are you feeling about it? The first person wrote, I'm waiting until after the holidays, maybe February, is basically all the same guys here though. And then this one snark wrote, you, you know, if one weren't a same person from the apps, one wouldn't realize it was the same people on the apps. And then the person uh, commented back, what, thank you for this brand new insight. I'm aware. I wasn't saying it in a, oh my God, I, I can't believe they haven't found anyone yet. What a loser way. More like I wasn't interested in them before. Where are the new people? And then being in a bad relationship, because it looks like this person, the next person uh, wrote holiday filled with loneliness. I recently had a man end it without explaining reason due to personal issues. He's going through a divorce. We dated casually for seven months. He said it had nothing to do with me. We have not really spoken in two months. How likely is someone like this to circle back? It's been hard today, especially since I don't have family. Not that I'm waiting for him as I'm leaving town for work for a while, thank God, and happy holidays. If someone tells you who they are, listen to them. 
And if they can't verbalize their feelings or punk out and say some vague reason why they need to cut it off with you, why do you want someone that is clearly obtuse um, and not able to verbalize their own feelings to actually uh, put them into words um, or have the wherewithal to try to work those personal issues out so they can see together? It's obviously he doesn't think the relationship is worth working out. So why would you wait until they got their shit together when they should have already had it together? That's what my reasoning is. And, but Jag Sage 19 wrote something so amazing. I understand your frustration and loneliness this time of year. I have been having similar issues since my divorce and loss of parents. On these types of days, that feels so lonely and overwhelming. I try to remember that they will pass. Better days are ahead. It may not seem like it, but things will turn around. Second, it sounds like your ex was going through some issues with the situation. No relationship that is ending or has ended goes well. Everyone handles it differently and there are always potholes and road bumps along the way. Emotions tend to swing from one extreme to the next. Maybe your ex was getting cold feet. Anything is possible, I would say, to leave the door open should you be hanging onto your phone for a call or text, no. Your value is not defined by one person or one relationship. The key is to find what makes you happy and follow that path. So long story short, tell yourself that better days are ahead, whether it's with your ex or not. Let today be a learning experience. Get stronger for it learn from it and work towards making today an anomaly, not your definition. Our value isn't and shouldn't be defined by one person or situation. However, loneliness can be sharpened and made more obvious, painful by the absence of a partner in our lives. It is important to not let that loneliness run our lives, but filling our time with volunteering, supporting others and the like does not change the empty space next to us as we go to bed and wake up next morning, especially in seasons, loss and tragedy where there's nothing under the Christmas tree because there isn't a tree and circumstances haven't allowed for the finishing in or mailing of presents to friends across the country. So with that said, Use your time widely because that's the only thing that most of us can control and nurse to anyone that wants to waste your time. And always this will give you something to look forward to. No, it's not an end all and be all of having an empty bed, but you shouldn't let a space filler in that situation if you don't want to. It's not fair to you and it's not fair to them in the long run. Also, what are the stupidest ways someone is what stupid what are the stupidest excuses or the stupidest ways um someone have broken up with you or tried to end a relationship if you want to leave a comment in the comments box in the blog post or shoot it to me at tinfroisreading at gmail.com i'll make sure i read it if it's not too trolly on next episode and as always thank you for listening so I ended this last session about dealing with loneliness and uh, romance and 
one of the things, and one of the main reasons why I created this podcast was a different way to celebrate books and discovery of books. And this past, I actually, and it's so funny because I actually forgot that my Sunday New York time, they restarted the delivery since I've been back. And this is probably the first time in a very long time that I have uh, partaken or read the book review and had something, a book that I want to add um, to not only my online store, Far From Bill Street uh, Electronic Bookstore, but also um, just to highlight um, this week um, in the podcast for this uh, session of Tim Fro was reading. I'm still listening to um, Forever Flotus's book on Audible, but it's a slow go. She has a very melodic voice. Um, I'll probably look at her book signings as she, I think she concluded her book tour uh, recently or definitely before Thanksgiving, I believe. So um, I haven't found any new uh, interesting clips on YouTube, but the bottom line is how she navigates adversity and how she navigates um, just things in general. She was raised by parents in a working class part of the South Side of Chicago. They were by no means rich, but what she and her brother, what was instilled in them was a work ethic. They, you basically don't shrug or try to avoid difficult situations, and um, but come up with a logical plan in order to solve a problem, but don't look at other people to solve it for you, but identify what is required, getting the tools, and then overcoming that adversity. Her parents did not raise punks, and I can completely appreciate that. Um, it wasn't, their strength was not built on their ability to shuck and jive or to con people. Um, it wasn't based on their looks. Um, it was based on getting your education, working hard and not giving up. And I, and I can truly, and if you do fail, just try again. So that's what I'm getting. And she's not spilling any more tea. She's just uh, coming at it from the, a different side of the cup. And I can, and you can probably appreciate that, but that's available for immediate streaming right now on Audible, but you can also pick up hard copy uh, within um, my Far From Bill bookstore. Also, which I'm gonna add is Tina Brown's, oh, this, the review was written by Tina Brown, but this was um, The Tutors in Love. As I said, I'm a low-key uh, Anglophile. Um, I haven't seen anything uh, come out that I actually wanted to read or that I wanted, again, to add to my bookstore until recently. Now, since uh, Prince Charles finally has been made king of England, revisiting the Tudors and the royal lines um, and our continued fascination with this family, even though they've made many missteps over the years and they are the colonizers. But the Tudors in Love, Passion and Politics 
in the age of England's most famous dynasty promises to been a it promises to be a good read when you got things when you got Tina Brown writing stuff like Anne Boleyn's aloof French elegance was a strong element in Henry's romantic fascination because he married which seems so incestuous to me he married his brother's widow um and then couldn't divorce her because then he started having an affair with Anne Boleyn. I didn't understand why he couldn't continue to have the affair unless she would thought she was going, she didn't want to settle into concubinage, but that's neither here nor there. It wasn't until his true love of his life did give him a son that was, that was um, weak and he ended up dying when he was very young. But I'm wondering what kind of fascination in English tea we about to have in this book. And I think um, the if they take on the romantic part of it and go from there, I think this has uh, what it takes to be a page turner. And I'll probably start the read and I'll let y'all know in next week's episode. But this is The Tutors in Love by Sarah Griswood uh, from St. Martin's Press. Uh, available for probably, I don't think it's on Audible, but I know um, the hard copy is available for immediate purchase on Far From Beale Street Bookstore. So that's how we're going to end this episode. And I'm going to end it with a, a positive word. I used to scoff at people making this statement because maybe because of its simplicity or maybe because it sounded more like an admonishment that I was being everything but kind. But then when I started investigating it for myself, that's when I realized that I was confusing politeness with kindness. Politeness is a fake superficial manner in which there's no required investment, no self-reflection. But being kind is an adjective. It is, on, it is an action. If you're kind to yourself first, it's like exercise memory. You will continue and be kind to others. Let that sit with you for a while. I'm going to try to be kind to myself. I'll be kind to others. It's very simple, and you got to repeat it. Lean into the spirit of a new year by counting your blessings, giving to others, and spreading happiness. I know I will. And this episode or this podcast is my means to spread joy and happiness and light and enlightenment. There's so much going on with aggression and um, just meanness. But if I can leave you with one small positive thought, start your day with that, that can change everything for you and, and just basically change your day. Don't forget to check out Dale's Angels Inc. for the notes on this podcast as well as other works by CQM in um, that are and other contributors that are in work or in um, being edited right now. Um, also, check out my Instagram feed, Tenfro is Reading. You can check me out on Facebook, Tenfro is Reading Book Club, as well as my YouTube channel, Tenfro is Reading and Eating. And what I'm just chatting and streaming. Um, at TV Food Wine Girl on Twitter. 
navigate to Writer's Block Coffee or shipabagaddicts.com. Use my promo code Tenfro Coffee or Tenfro Got Jokes, respectively, to get a percentage off of your order. Don't forget to drop me a line at tenfrowisreading at gmail.com. Um, all non-trolling messages may be actually uh, read online, and you can do the same if you are in Podbean or Anchor or wherever you listen to the podcast. And again, shedding light and positivity. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Until next time, bye.